during the podcast. Illustrate that or podcast can be way. Episode 418, Steve Schmee and Ricky V Rock, the Rickster in the house. How's it going? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? So, guys, in this episode, we're gonna do something a little different again. We like to do you know what? Um, I used to not believe in vacations. I used to think vacations were for wimps. And it's kind of like the same thing with fasting. You know, you get away from, from food for a while. It gives you an opportunity to kind of rebalance things and cleanse the body. Well, I've, I've realized as I've gotten older that, man, if I go on a vacation, even if it's just a short three or four day vacation, just away from the grind. Of, of work just to clear my head, I come back a better person. I'm fresh. I'm better at work. I'm better with everything. So I've changed definitely over the years. And I do think it's important to get away and just have a relaxing vacation. And a lot of countries around the world actually pay you to go on vacation. But for that reason, because the companies realize, hey, our workers perform better when they get some vacation time. So just to get away from the grind. And plus, if you got families and stuff, taking these family vacations this is something you'll treasure, you know, in, in the long run. So Rick is going to talk about, you know, family vacations, girl vacations. We're not going to talk. I, I made him promise no hooker talk. Um, I'm a very religious man. I got to go take a shower every time he talks about that stuff. So he's not allowed to talk about any of that stuff. He's going to talk about chicks. I'm going to talk more about laid back vacations, places that I've been that really relax me and places that I've been that I've said, you know what, this isn't a good idea. So really in this, in this podcast, we're going to have different, all different angles. So I'm going to let Rick start off. Rick, um, you've been, uh, you've been what, uh, the, how many countries do you think you've been to in your life? And, and tell us what your thoughts are on this. Tell us first, before you get into it, you know, about what I just said, about taking a vacation just to clear your mind and stuff. Um, anytime I take time off from the business, from things, uh, when I come back, I'm kind of like anxious to get things done. I'm kind of anxious to to everyone. Now with smartphones, is, you know, get back to everyone, even if you are with, with family doing something, you know, I just took my kid a uh, uh, two nights camping um, for his birthday. And the whole time I was there was taking calls, answering emails on the forums. Uh, I don't know. Every time it, I take my eyes off of things, I get a little more anxious to, to come back and, and do it. And I don't, I don't really ever take a real, real vacation. I might have a day where I decide, um, you know, I'm going to stay away from my phone or a night, but you know, it's, I'll talk about as, as the policy game, how to how I manage that, how I manage kind of staying in touch, doing some work, and also maybe enjoying a, a good location, uh, which is you know, which is always it's always a good thing. I mean, traveling at the end of the day, you fucking die. You don't take anything with you. At least just having been places in the world, having seen things, you know, those are experiences that money just money just can't can't buy. I mean, what's you know, it's the point of, of really working and making and making money if you don't see and know and put you feast your eyes on, on God's creation. 
I think that's probably one of the more rewarding and best things you can do is just see as much of this, of God's creation and also of, of a man's creation, architecture, art, culture in this world. And, and that's, you know, that's, to me, that's above everything, above sex, about money, <laughs> above many things is really just experiencing th- those things, even if it's just for, for a short, for a short while, even if you answer a fucking email before you go into the, Sistine Chapel, and then as soon as you get out, you know, you you use your experience to create a little bit of content for for the interwebs, whatever it is, at whatever level you're doing it, um, just enjoying those things, I think, is really, really important. So, so yeah, man, I've been to a lot of places. I mean, I, it's podcast is not all about me to make a list of places I've been to, but have you been? I, I have have you some, been? Some, if if I haven't, when I've had a chance to see more of America, see more of parts of uh, South America, Colombia, which is where I'm from, or just like venturing off halfway across the world on an airplane to go see something far. Like we got jungles out here. Like I can see wildlife out here. I don't I don't need to go all the way to Africa. At least I don't know. It's a lot of money. It's, it's a lot of time off, long flights. When there's like parts right here, I haven't seen. I haven't I haven't been to the Everglades in probably twenty years. Have you, you been? To, I mean? You've so, been to Machu Picchu in Colombia? That's uh, in Peru. No, I haven't, bro. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. I think sometimes we we look too far when like what we want to see is like right here. Like there's parts of America that are just fucking awesome that we haven't even gone and explore. Uh, same thing here, South America. Whatever, whatever, whenever I'm watching like Locked Up Abroad, have you seen that show? Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, when they send them to Peru, well, like they, will, they will send them back. They always tell them when you come back, tell the customs that you visited Machu Picchu. So it's like, <laughs> it's like that's the that's the red flag. If you see a white dude coming through customs in Peru. And you ask them what they what they went to, and they say, "Oh, I, I went to visit Machu Picchu." Then you know they're carrying drugs. You know what I'm saying? That's like the red flag right there. I tell you, I tell you what, there in Florida, where you're at, there's some great places for like fishing and and just wildlife camping, dude. The, bugs, some of the bugs, most, the, some of the, but the bugs are really bad in Florida, though. So I mean, if you go every, camping, that's, that's tropical. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with the mosquitoes. You have to watch out the time of the year. Um, the wet times of the year, very, very bad for, for bugs. So, yeah. So, like, why don't you talk about um, about kind of the uh, best places, you know, for meeting women and some of the things that you want to talk about. And I'll kind of get into some of the places that I've gone to that kind of were relaxing and stuff. Well, I mean, to meet women... There's a ton of places in the U.S., uh, dude, any any of the major cities, Miami, New York City, uh, Vegas is a decent spot. You get a lot of uh, tourists. Um, obviously, you know, L.A., even though it's a different world out there now. But, yeah, pretty, you know, in the U.S., Miami, dude, some of the most gorgeous women, beautiful ladies you'll ever meet. They're fun or they're cool. They'll talk to you. Definitely Miami. Um, I lived in Florida for a couple of years at, at one point, and I was about 20 minutes out from Miami. And oh, man, I got to tell you, I had a great time out there. Uh, South Beach is cool too. I mean, a lot of families out there. I noticed um, in some some areas, but 
definitely Miami. Columbia is a great, great place, obviously. Go to Medellin. There, there are parts of Medellin where there's just a ton of expats. You know, um, that's what <laughs> that's what uh, Americans like to call ourselves when we uh, when we emigrate anywhere else, expats. And uh, there's definitely a big culture there. Uh, you don't need to learn Spanish right away. You'd want to, you know, just to just to be able to get around better. But man, uh, just going to places like El Poblado in Medellin, uh, very good area, um, safe. I mean, safety in, in third world countries is a little bit different than it is in the U.S., to, to be fair with you, to be honest. But it definitely just places like that. Colombia, Costa Rica, great place to, to meet girls. So Costa Rica really interests me. Um, I haven't been there yet. Really interests me because they're very much into clean, clean, being clean. Like it's not a country. This is what I've heard. It's not a country where they throw trash on the side of the road. Like some countries around the world that do that. They're more clean. They're very environmentally. Uh, they're very green country. So if you're into nature and you're into the um, seeing, you know, the jungle and stuff and not seeing a bunch of trash on the side of the road. I heard it's really good. Yes. Is that true? Just, you know, guys listening to the podcast, obviously you don't need to go too far. I know we got a lot of far people uh, in, in Australia, in England, uh, places like that, that listen to the podcast. Um, you don't need to go too far. Uh, there's, you know, if you're in Europe, Spain, some incredible places in Spain too. Uh, we can meet, meet women, available women. Uh, Australia, I'm not as familiar with that part of the world, but I mean, geez, you got places like Thailand right up the block. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful nowadays. It's a lot of uh, diseases out in the world, so you got to really respect yourself, take care of yourself. But you can still meet some incredible ladies that you can remain friends, friends with even after your, your trip is done and when you come back, you make plans to see you again and things like that. It's just, uh, it's good, you know, just making good, good friends, good female friends. You have someone to hang out with when you, when you go. And I don't know, some guys like to go a lot of different places in the world and, and see, you know, a, a new place for a week. I like to get in deep, you know, America, I've, I've been up and down America quite a bit. I mean, the U S is incredible. You don't need to go too far to see a lot of things. And, if you, you know, just up across the border north or, or south, or one or two or three or four countries down, and you'll find just some incredible places. Some of the most beautiful beaches in the world you'll find right right, right in the Caribbean. You know, some of just amazing places. Uh, everything from just, you know, ruins of old cultures past all the way through, you know, some more modern things. Where, I mean, just the Americas is the Caribbean, it's incredible places to go to. I think we overlooked that a lot. Uh, talked about family family trips. Look, just in a, right right off of NY. You know, my kids love going. Great Wolf Lodge. That's it. Just the Poconos right there. Love it. Love it. We're not. My kids don't like to be too far away from uh, from stuff they know and 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 from their pads and from just their stuff and they're cool to just go there and come back and I'm, I'm happy to make them happy great wolf lodge just six flags just normal things like that if you want to take them to see other cultures and things i mean 
that's awesome. But we got other cultures right here in the U.S. You know, there's just there's just no need to even go that far. That's just been my opinion with it. And maybe as I see more of of the Americas up and down the way, I might might want to venture off further out. But I mean, I've I've kind of done it. I've been, I've been to some places in Europe and took over places in Asia. It's cool. It's awesome. But I feel like you're there for you know a week or two. You don't unless you can be there months. You don't get to really experience it. And you know, there's just already so much to see here and and this side of the world that it's just so man, it's just so so many things. Just foods, bro. Just up and down 95, bro. You stop at any of all those different states from Georgia all the way up to New York, Jersey. You got the best peaks in the world up there, all the way down to some of the best barbecue (laughs) in the world down to some of the best seafood i mean just just up and down 95 you could spend the rest of your life and just always find a new place to go so uh, that's just been my experience traveling what what about you 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 like going to like you tell me you like going to like dominican republic some of these far off places and disconnect from work from everything just lay at the beach with with one of your um one of your girlfriends, right? Because you, you well, here something. here's the problem. Uh, I've been in Dominican several times. Last time I went, though, I was um, I vowed never to go back because, and I'll tell you why. Because if you look at a map of the world and you take a look at what countries smoke the most out of the European countries, which are um, Spain is is really high on the list. I wasn't aware of that. I, I never really noticed. I noticed the smoking before. I always thought, you know, that was kind of weird. But after researching a little bit, people from Spain, they smoke. You mean smoking, smoking uh, nicotine or, or marijuana? What are, you, what are you talking about? No, no, cigarettes. Okay. Cigarettes. Nicotine. Yeah, yeah. Right. So um, I can't stand the smell of cigarettes. You know, it's disgusting to me. So that's not my scene. Uh and most of you out there know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, I hope, Rick, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I don't know. But um, it's really disgusting. I can't stand it. So I wasn't aware that so many people from Spain vacation in the Dominican Republic, which makes sense because it's a Spanish-speaking country. But Spanish people, they're really big into partying. They're really big into smoking, really big into drinking. So it's not really my scene going to a resort there. Even on the beach, they're smoking on the beach, tossing their cigarette butts on the ground. Just disgusting. So um, I've been to Jamaica. Jamaica is more British influence and people from Britain and the United States travel there a lot. Um, not people from Spain. So there's much less of that party, drinking, smoking atmosphere. So a lot of people. So if I were to go to the Caribbean again, I'd go to Jamaica and enjoy um, enjoy that. And if you wanted like an all-inclusive resort now, Bahamas are one of the most beautiful places. If you're into beaches, Bahamas have the, some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. You have a couple options with the Bahamas. You can fly in and stay, you know, in not Nassau or some of the bigger towns there, but that's, those are tourist traps. You know, those are the casinos. Those are the tourist traps. Um, that's not really, you're going to be disappointed. Um, there's people hassling you all the time. They want to sell you. They want to charge you 120 bucks to rent a jet ski. And then 20 minutes. You like going to resorts, right? You like going to resorts, right? No, dude, I would love not going to resorts. That's what I'm trying to get to. 
And you have another option, you can cruise to the Bahamas. But if you cruise in the Bahamas, you're going to be on a boat full of people. Now, the advantage of cruising is the gym on the cruise is no one uses the fucking gym on the cruise. So you can go to the gym and you're by yourself. So if you want to work out on your vacation, cruising is cool, but it's too many fucking people and it's a fucking Petri dish. Okay. There is, if one person shows up and they got some virus or disease or something, it's going to spread to a bunch of people and you're going to come back sick, you know, for like two weeks. So cruises is something off my list. I will never cruise again, unless it was a cruise with very few people, but those are really expensive. So another option, though, the best option if you want to go to the Bahamas and, and um, enjoy the beaches there is find a quiet, one of the quieter islands there, some of the private islands. Those are the best places to go. Now, a lot of people want to know about the Keys. Um, I've been to the Keys several times. The Keys are not a good place if you like beaches because the beaches and the Keys are like shit because it's all sandbars. So... But the thing about the Keys that blows away really any place in the world is boating. If you like boating, the Keys are the best place ever because you can rent a boat for the day. If you've got money and you can, you do, can either do you have a Conquer Republic passport by any chance. I do actually. <laughs> so, so Rick means by that. So they're called the Conquer Republic. They like to be like their own independent thing, but. Um, it's changed a lot, though. The Keys have changed a lot. It's mostly just rich dudes moving there, and they buy they buy a property there, and they they go there like once a month out of the year. And they, uh, but if you like boating, the Keys are the best place. If you either get a guide to take you, or you get a snorkeling trip, or you just rent your own boat there, it is the absolute best place because you're literally when you're in the Keys, you are walking distance from the ocean, from the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. It is really incredible. Like, look outside to your mailbox. The beach is actually closer than your mailbox outside. So it's, if you like the water, but it's not good beaches, and you got to watch out for the chitras. Do not go to the Keys during the summer months. The chitras will eat you alive. So you want to go to the Keys fall, winter, or early spring. Those are the time times of the year. Really late fall, actually. Late fall, because the chitras during the hurricane season, they're kind of active too. And that's another thing about the Caribbean and the Keys and Florida. What are those? The what? The what? What are they called? The, chit the chitras. What are they're they? basically tiny, blood-sucking insects. They're really tiny. They're like a tenth of the size of a mosquito. And you can't see them, but they bite you and they burrow into your skin. And you can't get away from them. Like you could, you could be anywhere in the Keys during the summer months and they'll eat you alive. Even in your hotel room, they'll eat you alive. So... I would, I would definitely be aware of that. But um, what was I saying? Um, what was I saying? Okay, hurricane season. If you travel to the Southeast, the Caribbean, Florida during hurricane season, you're playing, you're gambling. Because if a hurricane shows up, they'll cancel your flight or it'll ruin your vacation. When's hurricane season? Let people know when hurricane season is. So hurricane season these days, you know, the, the global warmings is usually late May until like end of November. It used to be pretty much like September, August and September. But now it's like we're already like this year. This is we're in the year 2021. We're already like to uh, H in the alphabet hurricane names in the Atlantic. And we're in, we're in mid-August. So we're going to run out of names. So. Um, so yeah, very active hurricane season. I've been, um, 
I was actually in the Dominican Republic before and they canceled my flight because of a tropical storm and it didn't even affect the island or anything it missed but they still canceled my flight I had to stay there like an extra four days so that's not good you know that's not a good situation so um another really good place um that I like going is is Canada but I'm not talking about where your family is from Rick I'm not talking about Quebec if you like strip clubs and that sort of thing on food like Montreal has amazing food, strip clubs, all that shit. That's for you. I forgot. If, I forgot you like you like dating strippers, huh? Well, Nobody yeah, exactly. That's where I met. That's why I met my stripper girlfriend. She was uh, she like, taught me French. Heard, heard strippers. I went to visit her family. Ooh, and her la, family. La. Her family started talking to me in French. And I was like, I was like, oh, can you slow down a little bit? I'm I'm kind of learning. And like, oh, you don't speak French. And that's why started, your favorite song is Lady Marmalade. Your favorite song is uh, Alouette. What, what, what is that? What, what is that? What is that song? Lady, Lady Marmalade, Lady What? I'm gonna, I got, I'm, I'm gonna have to Google it during the show now. I don't know with, what you're uh, talking about. I know Alouette. You know what Alouette is? You know what that means? It's a bird. The chicken, Alouette. yeah. Come on, we all sang that song in, in school at some point. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Alouette, uh, that's it's a song. Oh, that, yeah, it's Alouette, a song. yeah, Alouette, that's it, yeah. It's about a bird. They named the, the Canadian football team, Montreal, they named them the Alouettes. You know how in America we name our teams like the Eagles, the Hawks? Well, up there, they named they name their teams the Alouettes. Get it? Birds, because they fly and the football flies through the air. Get it? Yeah. But anyway. So, 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 the, song is, so the song is Lady Marmalade. It's the song that I was telling you about. That's I'll, like I'll, have to, I'll have to YouTube it. I'll have to YouTube yeah, it. Our French, it? our French Canadian friends will, will know what you're talking about. It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile can be good. It just 15. Is that yeah, it? I just, I just did. No, I just Googled it, but I got a. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to. Welcome to the Moulin Rouge. Oh, Moulin Rouge? Well, that's, that's the name of the song. Oh, that song? Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the song. I think, yeah. I think we can't really play it unless we keep talking over it because we'll get, like, copyright dinged or something. That's the one. That's the one. So you got you like, it. That, that's a, that's a, that's a song. It's, it's in French, and it's about, um, and it's about uh, a, a bordello. It's about um, scrippers, um, and you love, you love them scrippers, don't you? <laughs> so so um what was i saying yeah so yeah montreal if you like strip clubs you know french women oh french women are beautiful you like you like you're into those french women rick or no i like colombia i like colombian women bro. yeah you don't like Columbia white girls women. huh you don't like white girls. i like i like i like any girl from from new york any like Italians, Colombians, Dominicans love that. I like Italian. Miami girls. I like the Miami girls and yeah. a lot of Colombian girls from all over, whether they're from Lozano. You like the dark skin from Bogota. You like the dark I skin. Think, girls. Listen, there's a there's a lot of light skinned Colombians. My uh, I love Colombian women. My light skinned Colombians. So I do, you know, I just I like them. I like the New York type chicks. They're, they're cool. Yeah. I like the Miami girls. They're cool. I like the Colombian girls. They're cool. And if they're Colombian and and, and from Colombia, all the, or Colombian and, and Miami, all the better. 
but Colombians come in all colors, shapes, and sizes. They all just they most the most of them are just pretty, no matter if they're dark skin, light skin, and they usually got nice, <clears throat> nice booty, booties on them. It's just always it just kind of comes in the kit. But uh, so let me yeah, let man. me just any, let me just finish. Yeah, let me finish my thought, and I'll let you I'll let you uh, move on to the next thing. And um, so one of the cool th- places I've been to is from Montreal driving north about five, six hours into like the rural parts of, of Canada. And those parts, a nice thing about those parts that I love is there's no fucking people. There's no fucking people. The population of, of a country like Canada, it's all along the border. You know, you have Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. Right along the border is where the bulk of the population is. But if you go north, especially in east, eastern Canada, it gets colder. It gets very sparsely populated. There's no cities. So it's all nature, bro. There's more moose up there than there are people. So if you're into nature and stuff, you'll love it up there. And the nice thing about it, you go there during the summer, and it's fucking nice, man. The weather is so fucking beautiful. It's like in the 60s and the 70s and crisp no humidity. It's like really, really awesome. And so you can go up there and you go into the woods and pick berries and eat berries, enjoy the wildlife, the moose and the, and all that, the deer and all, all that stuff and fishing in the lakes, the freshwater lakes. You can actually like fish in the lakes. They're clean. They're clear. The water, it's beautiful. You can actually eat the fish right out of the water because it's not so fucking polluted, you know? So those are really cool. I would love like one of my bucket list things would go be going to like Alaska or Montana, one of those things and just, or British Columbia and just going to like a cabin in the middle of the woods, no fucking electricity, just the fucking fireplace and just enjoying nature, man, like for a week and no fucking cell phones, no internet, nothing. So if you ever guys try to look at me on the forums, you don't find me on the forums, you'll know that's where I went. Because that's that's really cool. Just to fucking enjoy nature, man, away from people. I don't want to talk to anybody for a week. I don't want anybody, like, bothering me. Just enjoy nature. Me and nature. Do some yoga. Do some fishing. Just fucking be a hippie for a week. And just fucking enjoy it, man. That that would be my idea of a good vacation. And you would fucking relax, man. The blood pressure will come down. And you'll get all that baby batter out of your system. And you'll come back fresh. I'll come back a new man. You know what I'm saying? So what are your thoughts, Rick? I got, uh, some, I got some ideas for you guys on, on quick vacations. Hit, hit us now, if you're out there. If you if you're out there and you have, uh, you know, you have a lot of things going on, you could take a day or two off. And lump it in with a weekend. You want to just do like a quick refresh, but you can't take a lot of time off. You can't disconnect. So you still need to be connected. You still need to be able to answer questions, take what you want to do, some wild shit. Like you want to do something cool. Uh, maybe not worth or you know too much uh, to, to dust off your, your passport and, and be leaving the country and do, doing all of that, having to worry about cell phone carriers and new places and you, you just. Here, I'm going to give you three locations that I'm really familiar with. You just go wild out at any of these. And you got to hear me out. These are like those really short three, four nights, maybe five nights. If you, if you if you got it like that. Vacations where you can still take phone calls and still 
get on your computer a couple hours a day and make some shit happen. Vegas, Miami, and in New York, NY City, New York City, Manhattan. I'll give you guys quick run-throughs of any of those. Um, Vegas, shit, if you are like mountain biking, pull your bike apart. There's special bags that you can buy, pay the extra fee on it, get it on the airplane, take that shit with you. If you go to Vegas, you can go mountain bike your heart out. There's just incredible places out there, incredible trails. You just have to Google the fuck out of it. They'll come get you in a little bus, throw your bike up on a bus, and they'll drive you way up there, man. There's just some incredible, incredible trails. On top of that, you could go shooting guns out in the desert, get a quad, go out in the desert. And then when you come back to the hotel, internet works incredible. The amenities, the pool, gourmet food, all the all, 24 hours a day. You can really just make plans to be out in the desert, just doing desert shit and just be out there. Everything from something just grungy, dirty, like just mountain biking it out for a whole day, a whole, a whole Sunday, um, being taken to different locations or just laying out by the pool. Either way, you're most likely to not have cell phone coverage and be able to take some calls and make some shit happen still. Um, while you're, you're kind of doing something dif different, recharging. Again, everything from shooting guns at the range to shooting guns, machine guns in the fucking desert, okay? If you if you with your old lady or, you know, a girlfriend or whatever, just, like, rent a fucking convertible and, and head out to the, the desert and go to the Grand Canyon. Take it to, uh, to that place there where uh, there's a glass floor you walk on. You can see the Grand Canyon down. I can't remember the name of it. I have to Google that shit. It's an Indian reservation. Just go, like, and then you you could you could head out there in the morning, drive in the car convertible with your wife of many years, or just a girl you're going out with, and be back home enough time to, you know, watch watch the game if you're into that. Get some work done. You won't disconnect all the way. You're not leaving the fucking country. And you're still doing something pretty cool. Like, when's the last time you shot a machine gun in the desert? Right? And you're investing your money back in America. New York. Man, Broadway. Some great shows if, you, if you're into any of that. Two, Google the best restaurants in New York and just, just make it a, a foodie weekend. Get a nice room with a nice view. There's some incredible places in, in NY. Edge. Go to Edge. When was the last time you went to Empire State Building or the Statue of Liberty? It's a ton of stuff to do there. The food is incredible. You got Broadway, great, great shopping too. Um, you could just do a lot of nice things in NY. Also, you could just uh, use the city bikes with your credit card, take a bike and bike all around New York. Go to a, a good bar and watch one of the games. I mean, it's just shopping, everything you want. Again, investing your money back in, back in the good old U.S. of A. Uh, definitely NY is just a really good, good destination. Miami, too. South Beach. It's one of the coolest ones you can do with, with your wife, with a girlfriend, or even just by yourself. Get Go to one of the hotels that are in South Beach, even, that have your, your private beach there. I mean, just arrive. Cap takes you, uh, Uber, you're still in America. Right there, you get a hotel, you could just walk right to the beach. They'll even bring you uh, food from the restaurant right out to the beach. Drinks, whatever, hang out with your old lady. Just jet ski it up, 
you could just relax. It's just a nice, really relaxing vacation. The beaches are not as as you would find, let's say, if you go to Dominican Republic or other parts of the Caribbean. But you're still in the U.S. Cell phone signal still fucking works. Same carrier. You still get work done. Still do things. Um, you're not fully outside disconnected. It's not. These aren't like full vacations, guys. These are like you still have to do shit those days. Still got to get back to people. You just want to do a little bit so, something cooler with the with your free time in the day than you normally would at, at home. I mean, and definitely Miami, that South Beach, because you could just you could just plant yourself in that hotel. You walk one way, you got the beach. You walk another way, you got incredible restaurants. You got great uh, shopping if, if you need to do any of that. And uh, if you get a rental car, you drive around and go everywhere. Have, have them take you into the Everglades on those boats with the with the damn fans behind them. Gliding over, over sea wildlife. Yeah, they're called, they're called airboats. All those, that thing. You know what I mean? You, I mean? you literally can, any of these places, same thing in NY, man. You get a, you get transported to different places do different things. Long Island, you could take, from Penn Station, you could take a train that'll take you all the way to Rokonkawa, to the lighthouse. Incredible restaurants, great views there, boat rides. I mean, just all kinds of things right here in the U.S. And you're still, you're still close to humanity. You're still within within the U.S. No need to dust off your passport, and you got something. You got something going. So, those are just great suggestions for anyone that wants to wants to travel close. Those three places, man, that you can actually be out in the wilderness. Some some cool shit during the day, and just be back in civilization at night. Good U.S. of A. Or you want to go to some of the best nightclubs, best uh, places to go out at night if you like dancing, like concerts or things like that. Like those three locations, really, really great places. Um, not not a lot of fuss to get to and from the airport to these places. I mean, it's just really, really nice. Um, and again, you don't have to worry about cell phone carrier working or not or Internet, uh, you know, fucking up or any of these things, man. I mean, you're, you're fine. You might have some issues here and there, maybe at really way at the beach. But you might even have Wi-Fi signal from the hotel there if you're in South Beach or even Vegas. You know what I mean? It's just some of you guys might have been to these places and this would be a good uh, this will give you the idea to go back. You don't have to leave the country and do all of this shit and customs and passports. It's right, right in the U.S., man. Why not? One of the things you can do in the United States, uh, Rick mentioned a two-day vacation. A two-night vacation, uh, something that I've started doing myself. I'm a big NFL fan. And NFL teams all over the country are in different cities. So what you can do is look up the schedule and you can find the road games of your favorite team and then plan. Let's say they're playing in new Orleans. Check it out. I mean, no, I've been to new Orleans. Listen, I mean, it's not for me at all, but there's some cool shit in new Orleans, even though I'm not into the drinking and that kind of lifestyle. Right. It doesn't really appeal to me, but still, there's cool things in New Orleans. There's there's ghost tours, there's sports, there's <clears throat> nice restaurants, there's a lot of history. 
you know? So it's kind of cool. Um, Seattle, San Francisco, LA, Chicago, um, all these big cities. Now, <clears throat> some places like Green Bay, it's going to be hard to get tickets. New England, going to a pa- New England Patriots game, that'd be hard to get tickets. You're going to have to pay like 1200 bucks. But then some of these cities like are cheap, man. Like going to a Carolina Panthers game or Jacksonville Jaguars game or Miami Dolphins or Tampa Bay Bucks, they're not expensive tickets. So it's not going to cost you a fortune. Really, if you count the food, the tickets, the hotel, it's going to cost you $1,000 or less to, for two tickets, a decent hotel room, and like just check out the town and stuff. So you don't have to pay more than $1,000 to do that. But if you're going to go to Green Bay, you're going to have a hard time finding tickets. I mean, Green Bay, like you can't find a fucking ticket to go to a football game in Green Bay. But why would you want to go to Green Bay anyway? No disrespect for those of you who live in Green Bay. But I'm pretty sure, you know, there's not much to do in Green Bay. So pick out a city that you haven't been yet and, and go to that road game and then enjoy the football game there. Wear neutral colors. Don't wear your team's jersey. I'll, I'll tell you that advice straight off the bat. Just go, <laughs> go there and pretend that you don't know anything about football. Like you're just some some person who just got tickets, you know. And don't tell people there that you you're cheering for the opposing team because they'll eat you alive, especially in a town like Philadelphia or New Orleans or Chicago, you know, or Seattle, you know, they, they'll eat you alive as opponent opposing fans. So, um, you know, they, so there's some really cool stuff, Buffalo, the Buffalo bills, you would never think, Hey, I'm going to go to Buffalo, but Buffalo has Niagara falls. That might be something you want to check out. Buffalo's not far away from, from the Canadian border. You can get across the border for the day, check out some Canada, check out some nature across, across the uh, river. Um, you know, there's all kinds of cities. What else? Tennessee Titans, if you don't want to go to Nashville, if you're into country music. Uh, you have the Cincinnati Bengals. You have the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. You can go to Kansas City and check out. I heard they have some really good steakhouses in Kansas City. The number one steakhouses in the world are in are in uh, Kansas City. Chicago has some really cool uh, skyscrapers and uh, culture and museums and stuff like that. And then, of course, you have the New York teams. Uh, your neck of the woods, Rick. But the problem is New York tickets to the New York games are expensive. And New York is fucking expensive. So um, just, you know, you may, you may want to avoid some of the more expensive markets. You know, New York, Boston. Um, uh, what, what was the other team I was saying <clears throat> that had expensive tickets? Somebody Green Bay, very hard to find a ticket in Green Bay. You have to really uh, know somebody because um, it's booked for like years. You've got to, you actually, I don't know if you knew this, Rick, to be, to get Green Bay Packers season tickets. When your kid is born, you have to put them on a list because it takes on average like 70 or 80 years to get, to get season tickets. So it's not an easy ticket to get, but maybe you can find some online. I don't know, but yeah, man, there's so many, that's a really good vacation. I've done that a couple of times. And as I get older, it's something that I definitely would like to do because as Rick said, there's a lot of cities in the United States that we don't think to visit Denver. How about the Denver Broncos? That would be cool going to Denver, going to Colorado, checking out the, the Rocky mountains, checking out the, um, nature and um it'd be cool going there kind of during the fall and just checking out the snow on the ground and stuff like that so there's all kinds of cool things cool places to go in the united states for sure so rick uh, we have a minute left you want to finish up and then we'll uh 
We'll call it a day on this one. Maybe we'll come back to this. Yeah, one just a one. just a just a quick story. I remember uh, had had some business in in uh, in Massachusetts, and so um, the kids had some time off. And I decided with the wife at the time to meet meet in Boston um, just to do something and just to spend time together because I had a lot of, a lot going on in Massachusetts at the time. And I remember just going to Boston. We went to different uh, places, a uh, museum. There was like a little, uh, like an old, old style village with people dressed for the period. And they, you know, they did a whole, whole presentation and told us about life on those times. And I'm sitting there, when I'm sitting there looking at, you know, just listening to, to this whole thing, I said, you know what? We have a lot of beautiful culture and folklore here in the U.S. It's just not no reason. That, like we, we could be in another place in the world right now listening to a story like this about a culture and such but like there's so much rich culture here and you mentioned new orleans just now and i was just thinking they're those same kind of uh, tours and, and museums and there's just so much culture and history here in the u.s for our kids to explore that man um at least at, at this time in the world with some of the travel things going on around the world just just do it local man support our local economies, our local things, and just just travel locally. There's so much, so much culture here. Same thing, you guys up there in, in the UK. <laughs> I uh, there's a, a good TV show about uh, castles around uh, the UK that I have on Netflix, and I mean I watch that thing. That and in the English and Irish castles too. I mean, <laughs> so much rich culture there. I remember going to the Tower of London. And just there's so much history and culture. Same thing with with Australia. I mean, you guys have everything there, along with uh, 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 the outback. So there's just so many things right locally that we could support our local economies and and travel to and learn, teach our kids more about our local culture. That I don't know. Nowadays, I think it's it's just it's. Just, that's where most of my family vacations are when I take my kids places are going to be. It's, it's just locally uh, learning more about our own history and, and doing it that way. I think taking uh, kids to like a third world country is very important so they can see uh, the differences in those countries with the infrastructure and stuff, you know, and just seeing how lucky they are, you know, because, yeah, America is not perfect. Um, I don't think there's a perfect there's not a perfect country in the world. But um, there's a lot of good things about America that we take for granted. So it's good to take them to like a foreign country to see, hey, you know, look, look how these kids are living. You have great education in the United States, best universities in the world. People come all the way around from the world to come. And you're, you're getting C's and B's on your report card? You should be getting all A's, man. You should be getting all A's. That's what I would tell my kid. I mean, look at these fucking kids. They fucking barely have food to eat and you can't even fucking do your homework. So I think it's a good lesson to do that because if you raise your kids spoiled, you know, in the suburban American life now, <clears throat> and they're not going to know any different. They're going to grow up and they're going to think that's normal. Then they, they don't know they're in the top 1% in the world. You know, if you've got a wardrobe, you're in the top 20% richest people in the world. If you got a wardrobe, you know, so we take we take a lot of things. from. That's why I think it's important to go outside the United States, Rick, 
because uh you know just to get some uh some motivation perspective so all right guys so we're out of time we're gonna hit a q a coming up as well guys this was episode 418 and we'll definitely come back on this topic again because i think it's a good topic i think I think after we listen to this, we'll be like, yeah, we got some more stuff. So we'll definitely come back on this topic, guys, for sure. And, and send, keep sending us your questions. Check out the show notes, how to get in touch with us. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.